The Jamie Dyer Show. So now I'm joined by the organisers of a um, relatively new initiative called the Chichester Free Fringe. Now, there's so many people here that uh, I feel like you need to introduce yourselves. Absolutely. Shall I go first? Um, I'm Katie Bennett, and I am one of the producers of Chichester Free Fringe, and I'm also hosting alongside the lovely... Josh Banner, so we could go next to Josh. <laughs> Hello. Yes, uh, my name's Josh. I am hosting The Fringe this year alongside Katie, she said, and um, I grew up in Chichester. This is big news for me. <laughs> it's really exciting, and um, but I'm very late to all of this. I should <clears throat> I should say Simon and Carol, who are also here, are far more uh, <laughs> in tune with what's going on. Simon, I'll hand over to you. Yeah, hi, I'm Simon O'Hay. I'm involved with the Festival of Chichester, which is this is part of. And I'm back of house and do some of the admin stuff, the pouring stuff we all have to do to on an event such as this. Um, and I'm very, very pleased and proud to be part of this venture. And uh, my name's Carol and I'm one of the producers working along with Katie and Simon. And um, I guess I've been involved with helping to find um, some uh, artists that would like to come on our Chichester Free Fringe. So the, the thing that makes this different to the Ordinary Fringe is that it is all online, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're live streaming it from, for the three days uh, from the Vicars Hall at Chichester Cathedral. So we're really, really lucky that they've been so supportive and giving us the space to give our performers such a great platform. And what's the, what's the take up on something like that? I assume you did it last year as well, didn't you? No? Is this the first time? This is, yeah, this is absolutely the first time. This is a completely new initiative. And I know myself, uh, Simon and Carol, you might want to elaborate on this and sort of the discussions that we initially had about the sort of fringe scene in Chichester and thinking about how we could, with the year that we've just had, how we could enable those performers. And the support and uptake has been just incredible, which has put us in great stead, especially for next year as well. <laughs> Yeah, I think there were a lot of performers that had work that they wanted to do last year, but unfortunately, because of COVID, they were unable to perform. And actually quite established um, artists as well that were hoping to go to Edinburgh and couldn't. So when we put out an appeal, we had a really good response and people are so excited to finally be able to share their work with others. And I think one thing about it being um, live streamed is it means it's a absolutely 100% accessible for all which is really really nice because everyone can watch from their own home what platform are you using to stream that it's going to be it's going to come to our website it's going to be hosted on uh, vimeo we're very much in the hands of our excellent partners rhino audio audio visual who've organized all the techie stuff so um ask too many technical questions but that's basically it we'll leave it there for a number of weeks uh, for people to look at afterwards I think one of the spin-offs of this is we're hoping that the individual performers will be able to take some of this material, will help them to develop their own presence going forward. And we really want to use this as a springboard to help people uh, get on and, um, you know, recover some of the ground they've lost and, and create new audiences. The other thing is I think it's it's very exciting because it's a completely new format, um, hasn't really been properly tested. I mean, I think some, a lot of people are doing live streams, but this particular combination of a fringe and a live stream over so, so many, you know, three days of, of it and, and so many hours is, is, is going to be a whole new formula. So we're definitely going to be cutting our teeth 
over the next in the next couple of weeks. It's an interesting thing, and and I make reference earlier to maybe the idea of you doing it last year because it seems like a very last year thing to do. I mean, were there ever any talks about doing it in person? Well, we're not permitted to on this type of event in person with an audience um, anyway. If we, I mean, we would, in theory, be allowed to, be able to do that after the 21st of June. But you know, at the moment, there's a few discussions about whether things are really going to open up. So we weren't prepared to take a risk with that. Um, and as, 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 as we say, you know, we're trying a whole new art form that um, may well be established after, after we're all able to get back together. I mean, uh, we'll have to see. Since Katie and, and Josh are hosting it, give us a run through of what you've got coming up at this event my gosh there is so much stuff coming up um katie's far more informed on all of this because she's been putting this together alongside the others but i know that it is really busy and that's what i i I kind of knew that that was going to happen when i signed up for this but i wasn't expecting the sheer amount it's amazing long story short there's theater there's comedy there's um poetry there's lots of new music um it's really cool and what i love about it is that it is all local people and people that are in the area and that know Chichester and, and it's just it's amazing like it's so cool uh, Casey I, I know you are far more clued up on the specifics on this than me um so I wonder if you could elaborate I, sh- I shall um we're also really lucky so saying about the the local act as well we've got some screened content so for those performers that are slightly further afield we've got some sections of the evenings which we've got comedy sketches coming in we've got some spoken word from a London um, spoken word artist there's lots going on we have four hours basically every day so from 6 p.m each day the Wednesday Thursday Friday we're going live and then we head into some screen content and then as Josh said we've got Chichester open mic poetry they've got an hour of performers which will be accompanied by Chris Hardy on um, guitar so he'll be performing and it'll be a great combination we've then got performers such as Arabesque Um, They are doing musical mania. So they've got some of their performers. They will be coming along and doing a variety of musical songs, which as a musical fan, I'm obviously very, very excited about. We've got a comedy musical duo, Russian and Royd, who are performing for us on the Wednesday. They're doing a half an hour slot, which they've got comedy songs from all different genres. There'll also be what's nice for all our performers. We're hoping to get bits of interview with them all so they can talk about their social media platforms, where you can find them. We're also going to be having donate buttons. So if they've supplied a page that um, audience can donate to, to help support the artists, because this is why we want to exist. We want to give people a platform and we want to be able to say to our audiences watching along at home that if they like their work, help support them, help pay for their travel to get to a gig. It's all these sorts of things that it's not just paying for costumes. There's so many logistical elements that go into putting on a show. So we have Under London, which is a new one act play, which is going on on Friday um, Wednesday night and they are from Chichester Uni so it's great that we've got performers from the university we have some from Portsmouth University we've got them from St Mary's University in Twickenham as well so we've had people get in touch because the opportunity has just been so called for and so needed that the support, I had a message from one of our musicians, Rachel Hogarth, she's a singer and she's going to be singing some beautiful jazz songs, a little bit of musical theatre too, just saying thank you to us as the team because it has been such a well-needed 
platform that I think people have felt so out the loop and sort of felt, how am I going to get back into performing after the year that we've had? And that's so hard for some people to comprehend. And when you've got something like this, that we want to just be say, here you go, have a half an hour slot, have an hour, put your new play on. We want to see it. We want you to have that platform. And it's just been, it's just been wonderful, but there's lots coming up and I don't want to tell you everything you can check it out on our website which is at chichesterfringe.co.uk so you can find out all our acts and our schedule there but we want we want you to go and have a little bit look at over our social media as well there's lots going on <laughs> what's really interesting just just off the back of that in terms of what you're saying about it being needed i think not obviously it's needed for the performers but equally people have missed out on watching and seeing live theater and new music because of everything that's going on um and i think in that respect, this is really, really exciting because it's not just, there's so much stuff. It's not just for a certain group of people or a certain age group. There is stuff that caters for everyone across the three nights. And that's what I think makes this really exciting and really special, um, just off the back of what you were saying, Katie. Considering that this is uh, sort of tied into the Festival of Chichester, um, Simon, how does it fit in and what else uh, are they doing this year? Because obviously because of restrictions and stuff it must be fairly limited yeah i mean we've we've got about i think 85 different events um over the four weeks the festival starts just before the chichester fringe uh on the 11th of june runs to the something like the 12th of july because the first week of the festival um is still during the period of restrictions until the 21st of june Hopefully those restrictions will be uh, released. Will be will be released on on that date. Basically, the fringe forms the forms the sort of the the core of of of, of what, what the festival is doing in the first week. At the moment, it looks like um, it's business as usual for events after the twenty first of June. So, yeah, um, have a look at um, sort of chichester.co.uk. What's on? Um, I'm not really going to here to make a big plug about the festival, wider festival, but again. There's a wide variety of genres. Um, a normal year, we put on at least 200 events. So we're down to about 80, 75, 80 at the moment. But that's still a pretty good effort, I would say. And, and the Fringe is really giving the festival uh, much more credibility. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a great partner partnership, I think. It sounds like this, um, this event this year is going to be quite large. I mean, where can you go from here? You know, what what's kind of your visions for next year? I know you haven't done it yet, but what's your visions going forward? Well, I think Katie could probably answer more specifically, but I mean, obviously 2022 is a year when a number of arts organisations are looking to do a whole lot of other stuff, but not just business as usual, but do some things that are a bit more special. In the Chichester District, there is a special initiative being set up between various organisations. Katie, I think you be more specific than me about that, I think. Yeah, so the Culture 2022, this huge festival, we're the, the Fringe is a partner in this. So we are hoping to be able to work with venues across the district and be able to get out um, for possibly a couple of weekends. Dates and other things are to be determined and we would love to be in a position really soon to be able to say when we plan to do it. But there's lots of um, logistical things that we need to, to discuss and decide. But ideally, 
we would like to be able to offer this for longer. We would possibly look at the hybrid of the live stream, but also bringing that sort of fringe that it is in a, a venue that's never been a venue before. And we were able to pair up with some technical teams and get lights and sound into the back end of nowhere and give it a completely new life. Um, there's, yeah, there's so many options and, we, do, we will just hopefully do it again. Carol, I know we've had some very exciting moments and we sort of talking about the possibilities of what, what might be to come. <laughs> I think also there's um, already artists that are wanting to book in for next year, which is super exciting. And um, actually only today I met some students at uh, Chichester and I was just talking to them about it and already that little group already know about it, going to look at it this year, see what goes on and then plan for next year. So, um, and then Katie and I, as we said, we've got venues that are interested in working with us. So um, it might not just be in one place. So it is very exciting and we sort of hopefully will come in between um, Brighton and Edinburgh. So we have a real um, journey on, you know, the the artists when they go to the fringe, where they go. So we might, they might have a go with us and then they'll take their final piece up to Edinburgh. Who knows? You say that, Next time, you might be able to do it in multiple places. I mean, that's a logistical nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, it is a little bit. I think it's um, it's very much a lot of planning. And so it's going to be us. I think, as with every festival, at the end, we'll get together and we'll have a bit of a debrief because we are all so new to that this fringe is new and we're learning and the support of people being able to give their time for us to ask questions about certain things and Rhino the tech team have been amazing in supporting us in our, the stage that we're at and to be able to pull something together that is so exciting for the first year I think is just it's amazing and it is just we're so lucky that we have that network around us so for next year I think we're going to be starting those conversations now that we can we can build on those relationships that we've got and make it a real community event and that we'll be able to pull everything. But yes, in, in answer to your, your main question, it is a logistical nightmare and it will be a lot of hard work, but I think it's going to be it's going to be worth it as this year will will we'll prove and, and shows already that it has been worth it already. I think the thing to say as well is that we've done all of this so far in about four months. And if you imagine how long people have in a lead up to a big event like this, and we've turned it around so quickly. So if we can do that in four months, who knows what we can do with a whole year? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Where did that, um, like, who was the first one to kind of approach the other person? Who came up with the idea? Um, Well, Simon and me had sort of conversations from, we'd attended an online conference that sort of got the spark going. And we were sort of discussing what the possibility of producing an event might might look like. And if we approach sort of that fringe, the that sort of vibe, what we might be able to do. And then Simon came to me with, amazingly, we were able to get sponsorship to help with the technical side of things. And that was sort of it. And I think we were so lucky to get this sponsor that's it, it wouldn't be possible without uh, uh, our sponsor this year. And it's been yeah an amazing journey but yeah myself and Simon had those initial discussions and suddenly we're thinking can we do this should we do this I think we should do this shall we shall we do it and then it sort of just went from there (laughs) absolutely no it's it's it was sort of the seat of the pants and I thought well you know 
it's, it's going to be a bit mad, but we've, you know, we, we've got to try this sort of thing. And to be honest, um, I think when Katie and I conceived of it initially, we weren't thinking of something that was actually necessarily going to run over three days. It might have been an evening or something like that. But, you know, it's good. It's good that we've got we've got that spread over the three days. Definitely. Yeah, no, it was it came out of just a, one of those funny little conversations a little bit of a brain dump after a very stimulating conference that we attended. And, and you know, everybody's looking for new ways of delivering uh, this sort of thing and um, and looking after our artists. And it's, it's that's how it just came into being, isn't it? wasn't it, Katie? Yeah, absolutely. And Carol was very kind and very bold and uh, unwise to have joined us well straight until we had to do something after that. <laughs> I think it was uh, funny because I remember the very first conversation when Katie and Simon muted the idea to me and it was definitely the start of the conversation was one day and by the end of a 15-minute conversation it was three and I thought whoa we're uh, you know and that's the way it's been all the way through hasn't it that we've been supportive of each other and yeah just push the boundaries really. And we must also say that in our initial conversations that we, the team that sort of got together as sort of, I don't know, a, a brain, um, uh, the conversation that we sort of started uh, playing with ideas, it was included Barry Smith as well and Dan Inman from the cathedral. And again, with Dan's support, this really with getting the Vicars Hall, we, it wouldn't have been possible. So there are lots of people that have been involved in support and from the team at the cathedral as well, that they've been constantly supportive with our ideas and helping us get everything coming bringing everything to life really yeah i think if you look at the um the cathedral team have a real focus on outreach and uh, engagement so um you see this is just another element in that whole whole thing and i think that's really impressive i mean it's quite brave of them in a way i mean some of the content might not be terribly christian but uh, you know we'll just see how it goes I mean, and i think you know that's, that's them taking a responsible view, you know, and helping helping you know, other people. I think it's a great thing. And for you guys to get it from such an iconic place as well, um, which is kind of like it's like the 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 centre of Chai, really, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the Vicar's Hall is is, med- is a medieval building, and um, I, I, you know, it's a beautiful building for us to stage these events in. I'm aware that we've been talking here. Josh has been very silent. How do you fit into the whole? puzzle because we've talked about where the idea came from and they were batting f- back and forth there and you were kind of just sat there listening when did you come in i'm a good listener yeah no i mean so so basically um i i, I grew up in chichester i went to the the high school there i lived there for a number of years and then um, I, I went to sixth form with katie we went to university together and uh, katie sort of pitched this to me i can't remember when this was actually it wasn't that too long ago i think it was sort of halfway through you planning this i want to say a couple of months ago possibly not really sure um and uh, it was this sort of idea of, OK, we're, we're going to do these live streams events. We're not sure uh, hugely at the moment how it's going to go, but we would like someone to sort of host it. Would you be up for it? Um, and I was like, absolutely. Yes, I'm so here for it. Um, because when I was growing up in Chichester, obviously we had the Festival Theatre and there was lots of small sort of um, youth groups and things around. But aside from that, there wasn't really anything like this, Not not in terms of that combines so many different things of the arts. And when it was pitched to me, it was like, there's going to be comedy involved, there's going to be music, there's going to be theatre, there's going to be poetry, there's going to be loads of other stuff. It's just like, oh my gosh, okay, this is this is huge. This is a big deal. Um, so yeah, Katie asked kindly if I would be involved. I said, yes, but only if you do it with me. And um, and here we are. So that's, that's kind of how I fit in. I'm very much 
um, a late minute addition to this. The others have worked incredibly hard to put all of this together. Um, I'm just I'm just sort of here for the ride, but I'm so excited and really, really touched to have been asked to do it. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I also grew up in Chichester and I know exactly what you mean. Um, there, there's loads of art, but there's no there, there's also very little as well, isn't there? It's this weird thing, isn't it? Because it, we've got one of the best regional theatres arguably in the country, on our doorstep. Chai Festival Theatre is incredible, produces incredible, you know, shows. But aside from from that, there isn't an awful lot going on. We're very proud of that, as we should be. But aside from that, there's not an awful lot else, um, particularly uh, sort of widespread, I guess. So that's what makes this really exciting. And I think, um, as I sort of mentioned, that thing of when I was growing up, it was this thing, if you wanted to go into the arts, you needed to move to London. If you wanted to do anything creative you needed to move to London which is what I did and and then it's like actually do you know what that's not true there is so many other incredible people all across the country not just in Chichester but all across the country um that have all this talent that are there ready and waiting to go they just need to be given the opportunity to do it so that's what makes this um that's what makes this really interesting and really exciting another question that's just come to mind is like when you're picking the people because you must have had so many people because of that need for it come forward and say oh I want to be part of this fringe how did you go about picking um who was going to perform um well to be honest we tried to give everybody a shot so because we were new we did get a lot of submissions and hence why now we are sort of running at four hours each each day that we have made slots if they were half an hour we've made the opportunity for them or the musicians that have come forward we've got uh different like slots for for them and sort of an evening where we um mix up different styles of music and things like that and and even a couple of latecomers we've been able to to give them the opportunity to to slot in and that's what we wanted to do and i think next year i reckon it will be harder because but hopefully we'll have more more time but it it will be harder to give everybody that shot but I think everybody that applied in some form or or another if it's screened or if it is performing live um, we've been able to get them in and I think one thing that I know me and Carol have spoken about is the fact that what makes us slightly different is that in the way that we're running it as sort of producers and, and bringing it forward that we want to be able to mentor in a way because some of these shows are straight out of uni and I mean I'm I'm going on 25 now and when I sort of graduated there's so many questions you have and our university was really quite good in the respect of I I studied acting um, and they gave us sort of 10 pointers that we need to know coming out of university and sort of what if you're going to make your own work make your own work and get a company and all do different jobs and and agents and sort of your contacts and there's there's a variety of things that you learn but when you're actually applying to be doing something in a fringe there's a certain amount of mentorship that you you wish there sort of was um and you wish you had a little bit of guidance and that's what's been quite nice because we've all had connection with each of our performers either by the phone on zoom on email and just been able to speak to them and we've got a fantastic musician jay david um, who is local he lives in bogner and he i had a great zoom with him the other day and he's fairly new he was asking about fringes and just sort of what it was in general how many were there they were on at the same time and it's these sorts of questions that 
there's no silly questions to ask. And that's the thing that sometimes you get that little bit of in a theatre world, which is um, quite common, you get that sort of elitist feel. Sometimes you don't feel it's for you. And you want to be in a safe place to test your work, to be able to ask questions, to then go on stage and go, I'm not sure if that worked. Can you give me just a a pointer from your? And obviously theatre and comedy is so subjective and everything is completely to the individual's taste. And for example, on the Friday night, our final slot, as, as it were, is from nine. We're doing a comedy night. And we have all female comedians and performers. And I'm so excited about this. Um, And we have two stand-ups who've never done it before. They're both comedically talented, but they've not done stand-up. So this is the point for them to test. And you have the work in progress performances from comedians. They do it all the time. And that's something that should be celebrated and recognised. And for a young performer, that's sort of not as known as much. So or um, not sort of on their radar. So for us to be able to offer that bit of mentorship and, and as I keep saying, sort of this safe place to feel that they're not going to be too judged or we're not going to give you a bad review if it doesn't go very well. We want you to explore because if you don't do it, you are never going to get better. And that's ultimately why, why we exist. <laughs> and given that there is no audience, there's no judgment there. So perhaps they feel a bit freer. Yes, I, I think so. I think the that that's there's us to sort of give feedback because we know on comedy you love you need people there to feed off of so there's going to be a tech team there's going to be us us in the room and be able to just be supportive and I think that is the thing uh, with this musician Jay David talking about his set and actually using it as an opportunity for him to go can I can I chat to the audience should I what shall I do because that's not questions he's necessarily thought of before and I said to him well use this as an opportunity to see what works for you. Because if it doesn't work now, the next set you do, you will maybe do a little bit more of a a story or tell people or talk to the audience or or don't talk and just go with the flow of the music and each to their individual style. Um, So in that respect, he feels, he did say this quite nice that there's not like a room full of people with a pint just judging you and listening to the music. It's quite, yeah, it's quite nice in that respect. It's going to be quite a... a, um... Uh, a different sort of feel for the artist, I feel, uh, standing in front of a camera and a handful of uh, of us. So, um, you know, I suspect going forward, I don't want to anticipate, you know, what people will or won't want to do, but it's a useful skill to be able to be unafraid of the evil eye, I feel, you know? I think so. Now, I think uh, we'll call it there uh, because I I can tell you're all extremely busy and I feel like you all need a little bit of extra time to go and organize a few things so give one final plug to the the fringe where can people see it that kind of thing i think definitely go to the website that's your starting point um because everything's on there but katie's been really really um active with um all the social media so um yes if you do chichisafringe.co.uk so you can follow us on twitter at chai underscore fringe and you can follow us on instagram and facebook at chichester fringe And then you can also now follow us on YouTube. So you can type in and subscribe to us and just type in Chichester Fringe or Chichester Free Fringe and it should pop up. And just to re-emphasise, it's all completely free. Get there on the 16th around 6pm for the start and uh, we'll be carrying through every evening, 16th, 17th and 18th, 18th, in principle between about 6 and about 10pm. And can I just add in that the link will be on the website and there's someone 
uh, asked us, you do not need a password. You will just be able to click through and you'll be able to view. The Jamie Dyer Show.